All Oldies Radio for your Friday morning. I've got that Friday feeling, and I'll tell you what, I've been excited about this because I used to work with a fellow called Jeff Carter. We used to do a breakfast show called Charles and Carter. Oh, a good few years ago now, that is Jeff, isn't it? How long do you reckon it was, Rob? I think about, was it about 13 years ago? About, something like that. About 13 years ago, yeah. So, so I've been busy, you've been busy, you are uh, on YouTube and doing quite a lot of videos. In fact, you've got quite a lot of followers. One day, I want to be like you, Jeff Carter, and have 43,000 followers. <laughs> wow. I want to come to your studio and make a film on you. And let's get your subscribers right up, Rob. Absolutely, we'll do that. Once, once this pandemic is all over, I'm uh, definitely a thumbs up for that. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Talking well, of the you- pandemic... Yeah. You have been trapped in uh, Tenerife, haven't you, since November? I went out in November, supposed to be coming back in January, and a certain airline, I'm not mentioning them, they pulled my flight twice on me, then I booked another one, and they brought that one forward, and in the end, I thought, you know what, I'm going to stay here for a bit longer now and just see if it blew over. But it seems to be getting worse. There's more restrictions coming in from Sunday this week, Right. And a lot of my friends a lot of my friends are gonna fly back to Ireland and the UK this Sunday to uh, save all the new restrictions which are coming on the Monday. Um, at the moment all they have to have is one COVID test here before they fly back and that's one hundred and ten Euros. You get that from the local hospital here and then you're allowed to fly back into England, Ireland, etc. But from Sunday you've then got to buy an online Two more COVID tests, which when you land, you've got to do a test from home on, on the second day and another one on the eighth day, and you've got to pay for them as well on yourself. And then obviously from the 32 high-risk countries um, that they've already mentioned, um, you've got to stay quarantined in a hotel, and you've got to pay for that as well. So you might as well stay here and hope that the restrictions change again. And what is life like then over there right now for you uh, being in Tenerife? And uh, presumably there's nobody holidaying over there other than yourself and maybe one or two handful of people. Yeah, when I first come here, there's still lots of uh, holidaymakers and you had that holidaymaker atmosphere. Now, basically, there's probably about 10 plane loads full of people left and we've asked uh, around and a lot of them's flying home on Sunday. So all it will be then after that is the um, the expats who live here. And at weekends, uh, you get the young Canarian people coming out to the bars. Uh, but that's a cur- the curfew from 11 p.m. till 6 a.m. Um, and I find myself walking around now every day and not really bumping into many people anymore. And a lot of the bars are all closed. I reckon 90% of the hotels are closed. It's like, it's, I've never seen anything like it. You've got beautiful beaches, beautiful sea, lovely weather. You're walking around as though you're on your own. And you've had the temperatures, haven't you? Because you were telling me the other day that you're about 26 degrees, wasn't you? Yeah, 26, 27. Today's a bit cooler. The weather's a bit up and down at the moment. I've been coming here since 1978, and I remember it being sweltering, even in November. Um, but it is warming up now. Uh, but like I say, Rob, if you go on the beach, there's no... I was down the beach this morning and I counted on a full beach, 10 people. 10? So you can imagine So you can imagine the man who sells the sunbeds. He's got <laughs> 200 sunbeds there and he's getting the income off six sunbeds. You know, everybody's fed up. All the little restaurants, they're getting nobody coming in. I've been drink, drinking and eating in a Chinese restaurant 
And um, that was open from 2 o'clock to 10 o'clock at night. And now they've only opened at 5 o'clock at night to 10 o'clock at night. And last Saturday, they had nine people in all night with four staff on. So people at the moment now, they're paying out for staff, they're paying out for rent, rates, and uh, they're getting no help off the Canarian government. Everything has to be paid for. Um, my mate's got a, um, an excursion shop. He's now not earning any money. I sat in his office two, two hours the other day, and there's no foot traffic. Nobody's walking past at all. So he has to pay his staff now, um, their, like their national insurance and that, and then they work on a commission-only basis. But you can see it weekly, 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 going down, going down, going down. And I think after Sunday now, when all them flights have gone out, I think it's going to be for the next three or four or five weeks or whatever, um, it's just going to be a ghost town in the day. And maybe it's the same at the night. So when do you envisage coming back over to the UK then? Well, I've eventually booked another flight now, right? But because they brought my flight forward, um, I got a free upgrade. So it's now booked for the 23rd of March. 23rd of March. Right, so, so that's still a long way off. We've still got the rest of February and March to go. But you know what, Rob? I do kind of like it because it was full of holidaymakers and here we go us, you know, all getting drunk and rowdy, you know, because it's a party animal, uh, party island. Yep. Um, you know, and all the Veronicas, I remember going to Veronicas years ago, there was 110 bars and there was thousands of people partying. There's no bars open now in the Veronicas. There's one, there's one little bar open and there's, there's I'm, saying, but I'm, I'm enjoying the actual tranquility of the island because it's a beautiful island. Yeah. But yeah, I'll just here's an example. One of the main trips is going up to the Mount Tady and it's snow-capped and it has a cable car going up. We drove for one hour and 20 minutes last week or the week before and we got to the top and everywhere was closed. The cafeteria was closed, the toilets was closed, the restaurant was closed, the cable cars were closed, but nobody told us there's no information coming across. Um, so there's just one tourist attraction that's not happening. And then you've got your quad bikes and, and all them type of things. But the, the business is now a struggling, Rob. Oh, I've got some good news. Go on. Euro today is 1.13 to the pound. That's quite that's good, isn't it? 80, yeah. That's 88 pence for a pint of beer. <laughs> Imagine that in London, how much a pint of beer is now, Rob. 88 pence. And what can you get a meal for? Um, a three-course meal down the front, and I've worked it out in Euros. Three-course meal, and I've been there. You can have a prawn cocktail, you can have a, a Canarian um, salad or whatever, and they're nice. And then a pepper steak with chips, and then a big banana split. £6.10. That's incredible. £6.10. And he's got a sea view. So <sighs> you can imagine, you can have a three-course meal and four pints of freezing cold Dorada Spanish beer for £10.10. It's incredible. Unbelievable. It's incredible. So, so that's why I don't mind staying here till the 23rd <laughs> of March. And what are the hotels like then? Are they, presumably, they're not busy now? Right, well, what's happened is, you know, like companies like 2E, Jet2 and all them, well, they, they actually buy the hotels for the summer, don't they? Yeah. You know? And then they sell them rooms. So the rooms have already been sold now. So the hotels, 90% of them, Rob, they're all closed down because people's not coming out to go into the rooms, right? So like where I'm staying now, 
the full hotel's probably got about 300 uh, bedrooms. There's probably about eight people staying here because oh. I've, I've rented it private. But the rest of the hotel, which is normally all-inclusive, everywhere's closed. The swimming pool's closed. The outside pool bar's closed. Reception's closed. So you, you're finding you've, you've got to... Like when I first got here, you had to go round bars and say, have you got any rooms to rent? You know, because uh, I'm certain people say, oh, I want 200, 300 pounds a week. Well, that's 1,200 pounds a month. I've just managed to get this one now for 125 pounds a week. A week. That's including aircon. I've got all the TV shows. I've got um, a six-floor balcony overlooking the ocean. Perfect sunset every night. So the deals are there now because the people who own the hotel rooms and apartments realize, hang on a minute, there's nobody coming out. And I always say, it's better to make a quick sixpence than a long ninepence. Absolutely. Do you know that saying, Rob? <laughs> yeah, I do. Saying? Yeah, I remember it, yeah. You know? So they're desperate for people, aren't they? Pardon? They're desperate for customers, people to stop in the hotels. So, as I say, yeah. bargains to be had, but to get out there is a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. And I've heard stories, uh, I speak to one, one gentleman the other week, he closed his bar now, but he actually owns the bar. But he said, I just can't, I just can't employ people anymore. There's nobody coming in his bar. And what he was saying was, the little shop units, which they turn into a bar, are £2,500 a week rent. A week? So a month, a week, <sighs> right? Because the summer, don't forget, they're making a fortune on them bars because it's full of people on holidays spending money. So one gentleman came across and he did the bar up and then the lockdown came in and then he was paying £2,500 a week, which was £10,000 a month. And after six months, he'd spent £60,000 and he couldn't afford any more, and he went back home to the UK. So now the owner has had £60,000, and the bar is all done up, ready for a new owner stroke manager. It's terrible for the people here, Rob, honestly. Absolutely. And right right down the bottom there in Los Cristianos, uh, a little truck pulls up every day uh, with packages of food and sandwiches and soft drinks, and, uh, and and they all queue up there, you know, for, for people. It's a high percentage of people who used to work here in the tourism. They they haven't got any jobs anymore because there's no no tourists, so they've got no jobs. And I've seen a man on a brand new um, uh, cycle with a mobile phone, and he was queuing up for the food and the drink. And I said to this lady, "How come he can go for food like that?" She went, "Because he's not got a job anymore. He was a doctor on the island." Right? And he's got no patience, right? Because there's no tourist here. It's like a holiday doctor to give him prescriptions for medication, etc. And now he's got no income coming in. And so now he has to go for, to the food bank. So the, can- right. the Canaries you know, don't have anything like uh, at the NHS, do they? So presumably the residents have got to pay for their health. Yeah. And the upkeep. Yeah. So if they're not getting any money coming in, I mean, they're stuck as well. well it's a catch-22 yeah. situation, isn't it? Yeah. And what we're open is now that this was on like, I think in England we call it tier three, don't we? Tier yeah, two. yeah. I think we call it line, line three, line two, line one. We're down now to line one here. And uh, apparently the, the numbers have gone right down and it's in the north of the island, which is Porto de la Cruz. And uh, there doesn't seem to be much of it in the south. Um, and it's more of the Spanish elderly residents. 
So we've gone down to line one here now. So that's a good thing, yeah. Which means the went from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Um, and now you can have six people sat at a table, whereas before that it was four people and only on a balcony with a distance of two metres. Now you can go back inside the pubs and you've got to still wear your mask everywhere. Apart, right? Listen to this. This is crazy, eh? So if you're walking round, you've got to wear a mask, right? So even outdoors, you've just got to wear a mask? You've got to wear a mask wherever, wherever you're walking, right? If you're jogging, you don't have to wear a mask. If you're cycling, you don't have to wear a mask. If you're on the beach and you're going in the sea, you don't have to wear a mask. So it's all conflicting stuff. And it's hard to find information as well. Um, you know, like the British government, they're on telly every day. This is what's happening. We're trying our best. It's hard to find that information. So what we're doing, we're all meeting up and we're swapping info, what we've heard and things, you know. And I was in a pub the other day, and um, I don't like football, but West, West Ham Football Club was on. Yeah. Right? And I just went to have a drink with my friends. And at half time, the landlord, he put uh, the song on I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. I think that's their theme that's tune. That's the theme tune, yeah, the walk, yeah. Just before the second second half come up. So they're all, I'm forever blowing bubbles, right? All of a sudden, three coppers pulled up in a cop van, all run, shouting, everybody sit down, everybody sit down. Run to the manager, went in and spoke to him. Then they shot off. Ten minutes later, the manager come out and spoke to me, mate. He got fined for 2,000 euros for people standing up without masks on singing. So no singing, no dancing, just two metres apart. No dancing. Not even if you've got your blue suede shoes on. <laughs> no dancing. <laughs> so, but it's a beautiful island and the weather's absolutely fantastic now. And I'm so blessed to be stuck out here because I speak to so many people in the UK and they're stuck in, you know, four walls. They can't even go for a drink. You know, and they're not going out, and and the mental health's going down. And I think that's what was happening to me before I came out on the 20, 28th of November. One of my friends said to me, "You need to get away because every year I go away for winter." Yeah. And um, he said, "You, I can see you going down. Please get yourself sorted." Um, so I, I just booked a flight and I came out, and I thought it'll do me that till January, but now I'm stuck till March. So, and what happens is because we're now out of the EU, the UK. You've only got 90 days on the island from the 1st of January. Ah, so you just caught that then, didn't you, yeah, for the year, for the start yeah. of the year? Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So you've yeah. got 90 so, days, so. which is about three months, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, we had the 28 days in um, in February, don't we? So, and the 30, 31 in March. But I'll just get home in time. Yeah. That's if they don't change the flights again. Yeah. So how many times is this we now that you've had your flights changed then? Three times, and I've been in five different... Uh, hotel rooms on apartments. Um, so you're, you're forever packing your case and moving to somebody, else, somebody else's place and then settling, then you've got to move again. I was in a lovely place, um, and it was five-star, but they could only rent it me for 12 nights because they were closing down. But now they're opening again on the 2nd of March. Um, but people are telling me, no, they're not. So I've got to go to that reception, and apparently then they may move me to a different hotel because what they're doing now, let's say there's 10 different hotels, they're getting all, like, say, 10 people from that, five from that, and then putting everybody in one big hotel rather than running 10 hotels separately. Yeah, put them all together, yeah. Yeah, 
Just incredible, isn't yeah. it? So normally you'd go, wouldn't you? Uh, where do you go to normally around about Christmas time? You go abroad, don't you? Even further afield than Tenerife. Normally, Rob, I go um, sort of like end of October till February, March. I normally go to Thailand, but that's been even worse. And I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of friends there. We have big Christmas parties and everything. And um, so a few of them came out to Tenerife because that was the only option and use it as a, as a stepping stone you know, until the restrictions lifted. but And they thought it would all be open again, up and running, all the bars opening in Thailand. They thought it would all be up and running for, like, April time. But now they're getting, they're getting the um, call that they're saying they're not even going to let anybody in without the 14-day um, isolation in the hotels, which is over a £1,000. But the bars are all shut. All the restaurants are shut. You so know? once you get there, there's nothing to do. Yeah, There's nothing to do when you get there. So... We've all we've all decided now. Look, we we're not even going now till maybe next um, spring if we can. Wow. You know, it's a crazy world at the moment, Rob. And Certainly I, I is. Think, I think we'll all be I think we'll all be holidaying in 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 the UK. I really do, which is great for the uh, UK tourist industry, isn't it? Certainly is. I mean, you it's know, a great places to go, isn't it, as well? A place that I've never been before. I went to the Cotswolds a couple of years ago. I just decided to drive out. Me and Mrs. Charles just drove down south and thought, well, let's see where we'll end up doing the last-minute yeah. booking on the phone and the Cotswolds, yeah. lovely part of the world, which I've never seen. I'll probably go back there again. But it's, it's yeah. just like it, just finding out places that you've never been, and it's in our own country. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think on a day like today when we've had the coldest temperature in Scotland of 25 years, minus 23, I think I, I do envy you over there in Tenerife. <laughs> well, I have had to just put the uh, aloe vera on my head. <laughs> yeah, it's been that hot in the last few weeks. I've burnt my head. And um, so I've had to... I've had to buy an aloe vera just to try and get... Because otherwise, it's looking like a peeling onion. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to be... Whilst you've been over there, you have been busy, haven't you, making some videos, which you can see on uh, YouTube. Just look, for, do a search for Jeff Carter. And uh, Mrs. Charles is an avid fan. She loves the, watching the videos. In fact, I'll tell you a little secret. At night, when we're in bed, we put the video on and watch your videos. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not having that. So I've been in bed. I've been in bed with... Mr. and Mrs. Child. Slap bang in the middle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Fantastic. But no, they are oh, great videos, them. aren't they? And uh, I do, we do love them. And honestly, if you want to have a look and uh, have a look around Thailand and uh, Tenerife, uh, they're all up there on uh, Jeff Carter. Uh, that is on YouTube right now. And uh, Jeff, so hopefully 23rd and of March, you'll be back over in the UK. Yeah. And then obviously get settled in and that. Um, and then once I'm settled in and we get the restrictions lifted a bit, I'd love to come and sit in with you in the studio, Rob, and uh, do a little bit of filming it. I'll be like the olden days. It, and you won't believe this, because I didn't, I didn't realise you were going to ring me yesterday. Um, I was watching me and you milking the cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? When we worked together, we, we actually got a cow in, because everybody, we was on the breakfast show, and everybody was nicking the milk. And so we got a cow in so we could have some fresh milk. Do you remember that? I think it was it Daisy. Daisy the cow, if memory serves yeah. me right. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. That's the only time that I've actually squeezed and got milk out of a seat. I've never done it since. <laughs> <laughs> they were great days, weren't they, as well? And sad, oh. sadly, the church where we broadcast from in Preston is uh, it's bit, just been sold. Uh, so a security yeah. firm have just bought it over. So, yeah, as you say, about 13 years ago, was it maybe? 
I think so, mate. How time flies. Well, I still get people in my local pub when it was open. Uh, used to come up to me and say, oh, I used to listen to Charles and Carter in the morning. He used to make me laugh. And, and going yeah. over the bridge as well, naked. That, that was Jeff. <laughs> oh, and the 99 people breakfast. Absolutely, from across the road. Fantastic. <laughs> Great memories, mate. I'm we're both smiling. And the thing is, we used to get to the travel girl, didn't we? Well, I can't remember her name, the travel girl, but uh, we used to get her to say all different things that she shouldn't really say. <laughs> no, don't even mention that one, Rob. Yeah. Oh, what was her name? I, I, can't, remember. I can't remember her name. Uh, Jude, Jude Vores. If memory. Yeah, she ended up on Coronation Street, didn't she? She did, yes. As a solicitor. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, you've been on the telly quite a bit as well, haven't you? Back in the day, you was on um, uh, Blind Date, and then you, I saw on your video channel that it's 2013, you did the uh, sort of celebration for Cilla Black, didn't you? Yeah, uh, out of the 2,000 contestants, I was one of the three they asked back to do like a, a spoof, and it was for her 70th birthday and 50 years in show business and we went on and did that yeah fantastic and then unfortunately a few weeks later she died in Spain she did yeah yeah but oh yeah and she still looked gorgeous Rob even at the age of 70 yeah she was definitely uh, uh, definitely an icon wasn't it and a legend in the yeah. sense of the word definitely yeah and then and then it was on the uh, come down with me I do remember the come down with me was it the the, the sweet or the pudding was that bought from Tesco or something? No. What it was, right? <laughs> I got some ice cream and defrosted it, and then in one I put some coconut, and in the other I put some chopped up chilies. So it was coconut and chilli ice cream. And then um, Stephen, who, who um, he, he said, Jeff, where did you get your ice cream from? Did you make it yourself? And that was it then. And then when he found out there was tomato soup in the spare rib sauce, he marked me right down. So I only come third, but what a great experience that was. And that just come out of the blue again. When they first come round my house, I didn't have a kitchen. He said, if you get your kitchen rebuilt now, I was cooking outside in my shed. <laughs> only had a little burner. And they turned up to film me. And anyway, I had a month to get a full kitchen rebuilt, electric, gas, everything. And I did it. And um, the prize was £1,000. But they give you £125 for like wine and food. And, and I, I went in the proper uh, wine shop and said, I need a dessert wine, I need a, a wine for the starter, I need a wine for the main meal, etc." I came out, it cost me £85. <laughs> I realised, when he gave me 120 Yeah, but when the camera was in the doorway, the wine was in the kitchen and they wouldn't let me go in the kitchen for the wine. So I spent all that money on wine and we didn't even have any. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Great times. So once the pandemic is over, we'll have to meet up and we'll get the video done and we'll get on YouTube and then hopefully I'll get some more viewers. For like, for, how, many, how many have you got now then? Well, I've got 11.5 million views. Wow. And 39,600 subscribers. So it's good. And like, if I put a, if I put a video on, like I get a, I get a thousand hits within an hour. I've so noticed I that, not, yeah. I know it's not massive, but it's great, you know. And it's... So I've got over 460 movies on there now. So you, you could watch it for weeks, you know, and, and there's films from like Vietnam, India, Philippines, Thailand, London, um, Blind Date. We've got the Come Down, we've got the Tenerife ones now. 
There's lots of different subjects. Oh, and there's me cooking in the garden. There's me building waterfalls. There's, there's something for everybody to look at. And, and the channel, if you just go on YouTube, Jeff Carter 1212. And that's with a G E O F F. And it just comes up straight away. Excellent. It's fantastic. Yeah. And you can watch it in bed as well at night. <laughs> with your missus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you all right, then? <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what then, Jeff, we're going to uh, leave it here. But in the meantime, as I say, all the best and good luck on getting back on the 23rd of March. And it's been a privilege once again to talk to you and top man. It's always lovely to speak to you, Rob. And well done on your new radio show, mate. All the best. And the main thing is, keep smiling. Yeah.